This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 472, Five Amazing Idioms for a High Vocabulary Score on IELTS. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today you'll learn five totally impressive idioms to talk about stories and celebrities so you get the highest vocabulary scores on your next exam. Hey Jessica, how's it going? Not too bad. Okay. (laughs) Righty then. I'm on the mend. What's exciting? What is exciting? exciting? I just got tickets to a play for me and James for like a children's theater. So that's that's exciting. When was the last time you went to the theater, Lindsay? Well, actually, I the last time I went, I went to see The Lion King actually in New York. Oh, I remember such that. Yeah, a touristy thing to do, but you know that was a that was high on a priority list for myself and someone else I was with at the time. So we went, awesome. and <laughs> and I, yeah, it was awesome. I absolutely love going to the theater, guys, listeners. Um, stuff like this does come up on the IELTS test, right? I mean, think about all the questions about entertainment and free time. Um, if you could talk about a play and instead of a movie or something. That would be amazing. And guys, I just think everyone should have the experience of live theater. There's nothing like it. So I, we definitely encourage you guys develop that culture of thinking, develop that side of the arts, the arts side of your life and go see a play. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, it's it's very special, right? It's completely different from watching a movie. Just the oh, music. Yeah. I mean, if you're yeah, just the the orchestra that you can hear, incredible music and amazing performances. Wow. Wow. It's awesome. amazing. Okay. <laughs> um, Lindsay, have you read any good books lately? Oh gosh. Well, right now I'm reading all about how to build an app and it's <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's would, what I'm into right now. <laughs> would you would you describe that now? It's nonfiction, but yeah. nonetheless, you're still very interested in this topic, obviously. Mm-hmm. So would you go as far as to say it is a page turner? Well, I would say on the day that I was reading this particular book, it was because I had to consume the book in one day. Oh, wow. (laughs) Because I was in the middle of the process of interviewing people, right? So I had to get all the information. So for that reason, it was a page turner. I was rushed. (laughs) But in terms of, you know, the, you know, generally, if something is a page turner, it means that we love it so much, we can't stop reading it. We keep turning the page, right? I wouldn't say it was that. No, not really. (laughs) I'm totally reading a page turner right now. It's, It's so random and weird. I'm not going to go into describing it because it would take too long. It's like this Western sci-fi. It's crazy. (laughs) But it's totally a page turner. I can't put it down. Um, So guys, obviously, books also comes up on the test. You could be asked about this in part one, like, do you enjoy reading books? Or in part two, describe the last novel you read or something like that. So having standout vocab is really important. So that's an idiom you 
you could use to describe a book that you're super into and you can't stop reading to say it's a real page turner. Um, mm. Another idiom I really like to describe certain kinds of horror stories is to say it's um, spine tingling. Do you ever say that? Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. When you get like a, a, a shock of fear and it just goes up your spine, right? That, that yes. makes your hair stand up. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It makes your hair stand up. Yeah. There are so many idioms to describe stories. Guys, yeah. like this vocabulary um, is for books, sure, but it could be used to describe any story, right? Like a TV show, a movie, a play. Um, so these like idioms are widely applicable. Um, where did we get these idioms from, Lindsay? Well, we were doing some digging in our YouTube channel. And if you guys haven't checked out our YouTube channel, it is simply awesome. Right, Jessica? <laughs> you are publishing new new videos over there twice a week. It's yep. IELTS Energy TV on YouTube. You can search for it. You can subscribe. We've got 24,000 subscribers there now. So join the party, guys. And we looked for our, our highest, you know, most viewed videos uh, for great vocabulary. Yes. So these are, these are actually two of our most recent vocab witty, videos, videos that we're talking about today, guys. But, um, don't worry. I will link to all of this in the blog post for this episode. So come back to the blog, guys, ielts.allearsenglish.com. And this is episode 472. And I'll put the vocab and the links to these videos in that article. So. That's your yeah. that's your one-stop shop for all the <laughs> vocab that you need. I love um, it. Yeah. So one last idiom that I like to describe sad stories is to say it's a tearjerker. Mm, <laughs> I yeah. love that phrase because it sounds funny uh -huh. to me. But mm. I mean, it is like I, I totally say that. My mom says that too. Um, we yeah. especially love watching like uh, like tearjerker movies together. We just <laughs> cry. What do you what oh, do you think gosh. was the most like the saddest movie that you watched? Like the biggest tearjerker? Oh, without a doubt, the one that I rewatched this weekend for the second time. It's, I think I talked about it, probably talked about it on this show before. It's called Into the Wild, the story oh, of Chris McCandless. Oh, my yes. gosh. <gasps> I, the first time I watched it, I watched it by myself and I just sobbed after. Oh, my God. Me like, too. Like, I've never yeah. cried like that. This time I also cried, not the same sobbing, but yeah. it's really sad. Oh, it's my gosh. Like so tragic. The music, the soundtrack. The whole thing just hits you in a in a not in your head. It hits you in your heart. Totally. I don't know if it's the cinematography again, the music, the acting, the circumstance. Everything, right? Yeah, something about it is really visceral. Um, Eddie Vedder from my favorite j band Pearl Jam did the soundtrack for that. Actually, right, exactly. So yep. that is really yep. cool. But yeah, yep. based on a true story, I totally cried at that too. Um, oh. I think the movie I cried the most at in my whole life, the biggest tearjerker for me was Philadelphia. I remember, oh, like, yeah, yeah. for some reason, we were going to watch it at a slumber party, which I don't, that's not a slumber party movie. <laughs> but I was in high school, and everyone else yeah. fell asleep, but I stayed up to watch this movie. And I remember just, like, I was uncontrollably sobbing. I could yeah. not stop myself. Like, like mm -hmm. to the point of just, like, blubbering. Like, I was just yeah. so hit oh. by this by this film. Okay. That was a really intense movie, too. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. my God. Tom Hanks. Thanks, man. Just yeah. wow. Um, okay, mm -hmm. so those are some idioms to describe <laughs> books and stories. Again, guys, come back to the blog. Um, this is episode 472, and we'll um we'll 
type these out and link to that video. But there's another vocab video yes. that we want to talk about. Right. The vocab doesn't end there, guys. <laughs> right. So <laughs> now we're going to give you guys again. Wh- why are we looking at vocab today? Because it makes you stand out when you can u- use words like these. You're going to be different from other IELTS candidates. Well, other candidates get sixes. You're going to get sevens, right? There you Did go. Did your phone just ring? My Lindsay? phone just rang. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So, um, yeah, guys, you need to stand out with your vocab and your ideas. Those two things. That's how you impress the examiner. So, um, what kind of vocab are you going to share? Okay. So, I'm going to share these idioms for fame and celebrity. Oh, that was and fun. And I'm excited about this one because I just saw over the weekend, the movie called Battle of the Sexes, Uh-oh. right? It's the famous tennis match that happened between <gasps> Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs in the 70s. Was Super it good? famous. It was good. It was great. It was great. I've been it was, I mean, a lot about it. It was good. I really enjoyed it. And I think at that time, I think, yeah, I would say that Billie Jean King was probably a household name for most people that Definitely. were somewhat aware of what was going on in sports, especially because this happened in the during the time of like women's liberation and right. all of that, that huge movement in the 70s. This was at the height of it. This covers such a turning point in our history. I mean, the yeah. title itself, Battle of the Sexes, that says it yeah. all, right? Um, so cool. And the relationship between her and the other like dude tennis star and mm-hmm. the other professional women's players and her feelings about her identity and what that had to do mm-hmm. with her performance, right? Yes, and, or if huge. it had to do anything or should have anything to do yeah. with her yeah. like obligations in the sport. It's yeah, fascinating mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So I want to recommend that everyone go to see that movie. Check it out. Great movie. Right now it's in the theaters in the US, but soon you might be able to find it online. I don't know. See if you can find it, guys. So the vocab board here is household name. So I said that Billie Jean King was a household name at that time. I yeah. wouldn't say she is anymore, right? Because no, that was no. in the 70s. So She's a household old, yeah. name, that's someone that everybody knows right now. Right? right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So who are some household names now? I mean... <laughs> oh, gosh. All Let's I can see. think of is politics right now because my head is just uh, full of news. I was listening to the news oh. all morning. Um, yeah. As far as like celebrities go, though, I mean, in the States, Kardashian... Right, that was like, the first thing that came to my mind yeah. too. That's scary because I don't even watch anything with her. But it's just I don't every, mean either. Yeah, oh, gosh. So this shows you though that household names don't have to be positive, right? It's just right. A, fa- a famous person, whether you like it or not. The, you know this yeah. name, yeah, yeah, um, totally. So what other phrases can we use for fame and stardom? Well, if we want to talk about someone who is no longer famous or powerful or, you know, good at their sport as they were before, but they used to be, we can say they are a has-been, right? And I, like I guess that. if we if we go back to this example about the movie, Bobby Riggs, the big deal was that he was 55 when he yeah. played Billie Jean King at 29. So at that time, he was kind of a has-been. I mean, he had yeah. won the US Open once. I think he had won a couple other Grand Slams, but he was a has-been, right? He was getting older. He wasn't mm-hmm. competing in the main circuit anymore. Yeah, that's a great example. Um, yeah, anybody who at one time was famous, right? Um, in sports and music and movies, whatever. But at one time they, in politics even, at one time they were famous. They were, um, you could say at the top of their game, right? Um, literally or figuratively if they don't play sports. Um, but Mm -hmm. then that always comes to an end, right? Um, Mm -hmm. they get older. They maybe age out of certain, uh, uh, competitive ability 
parties. And yeah, they become a has-been, which is has really like sad sort of negative connotations. But it's sort of inevitable, I guess, especially for athletes. Yeah, I especially in our culture that we worship youth and right. beauty and yeah. you know athleticism. We just worship that, and so once you get past like I don't know thirty nine, yeah, <laughs> it's like in most sports you're kind of a has been. You're kind of on your way out. I think most of the time, at least in tennis, that's for sure. This is one thing that I really love about the MLS, the um the American the professional men's soccer league in America, is because we get like the almost has beens from the most famous leagues you know yeah. like um these these dudes that were amazing in the premier league in england right like everybody mm-hmm. watched them they were just like competing with the best of the best and then they start getting a little bit older they're not going to retire yet but they're not going to get the play time that they want yeah. either so instead like they can still play they're still amazing so they come over to the states sign a huge contract and start playing over here so we have this like <laughs> we have all these like almost has been um professional like <laughs> Soccer stars here. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> it's yeah. good. Good time to catch him. <laughs> I know. Still got a couple more good years in him. Um, yeah. Anyway, guys. So come back to the blog. This is episode four seven two. Um, definitely practice using these phrases or else you're not going to remember them. So along with uh, the links to these videos, these vocab videos and the phrases we talked about today, I will also put some sample questions that you could use to practice these, to use these in your answer. So definitely come back to the blog and get all of the uh, practice that you need for today's vocab. Yeah, and vocabulary is huge. I remember listening to one of the success interviews that you did, I think, last week, Jessica, and one of the, one of our students said that vocabulary was a really like integral part of his success because he yeah. was very intentional about vocabulary. Like he knew vocabulary words that could work in a number of contexts, and he was very oh, intentional about yeah. putting them into his speaking and writing, and it got him the high score he needed. So vocabulary is a place totally. where you can control a lot of the exam by just knowing what to do with vocabulary. And that gives you such a sense of power, right? Oh, yeah. Like being able to express exactly what you want to in Mm -hmm. an impressive way. Like if you're able to carry off a couple idioms in front of the examiner, like you feel great, man. Like you feel on top of the world because you're like, nailed that one. Like, (laughs) yeah. And that can give you that con. I mean, sometimes it's just a mental game, right? If you've prepared and you've done the right things, then you hear yourself use an awesome vocabulary word the right time, then you're setting yourself on a track of positive thinking. You're going to use another good book. Then you're going to do the right thing in in the writing test. I mean, it's all coming together in the right way if we prepare correctly. Yeah, definitely. So I think the episode you're talking about is a VTOR. Guys, VTOR Mm. is such an example of how to use our system and your own motivation to get the scores you need. It's all about commitment and hard work. There's no shortcut. So guys, um, if you want to get into the Three Keys IELTS success system, you've heard the student testimonials lately. There have been a bunch and there will be more. Um, Come to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y. You can get into the course, access the system. Um, Everything's online. And you can also upgrade to the personal coach package with me. So you get one-on-one Skype classes with me. Yeah. And maybe you guys will be one of the success stories that Jessica gets to interview, right? That's what we're going for. You guys get in the course, give yourself a chance to become a success in the course and also in your future where you want to go, right? Where In in Canada or in England, wherever you're trying to get to, give yourself that chance at success. 
Yeah, get there. Get past IELTS. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's there's other things to do in life besides oh, studying so for IELTS. There's so much more to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lindsay. Well, okay. thank you so much for sharing this vocab journey with me today. Yes, it's been fun as always. We'll see you on the next episode, Jessica. Talk soon. All right, bye. <laughs> All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.